know the fastest easiest way to buy crypto if you're just getting into bitcoin it's the perfect place to start hey guys and welcome back to my show it is powered by icon plus as usual so a quick news announcement for you so binance has just joined icon as a public representative and made it possible for its users to stake icx on binance and earn up to 21.79 percent interest so that's pretty cool now a quick shout out to BlockFi; they are my sponsors i use them to earn up to 8.6 percent interest on my usdc you can actually get 250 dollars um up to that when you sign up so i think that's pretty cool now before i bring on my guests because things are going to get kind of I'm going to say heated because she's a pretty interesting guest. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to CoinFlip. They also sponsor the show. So you can get 10% off transactions there. So when you buy Bitcoin. So I'm going to leave a link for you rolling somewhere at the bottom. Now, if you are watching on YouTube, please don't forget to hit the like button and hit subscribe. So you never miss any of these fantastic guests. Now, joining me today is uh, somebody who's doing some pretty interesting stuff in the blockchain industry. And... In the crypto space in general, it is, of course, Adrian Ashley. How are you doing? I am doing amazing. How are you? I'm good. It's great to have you. It's great to be. It's great to be back on your show. I always enjoy your show. You're just you're phenomenal, and I'm I'm glad that you're actually going bigger. Oh well, thank you. I appreciate that. So, for those that don't know you, I really want you to explain what you do. I think it's best coming from you because. <laughs> You're a bit of a, you're quite fiery and exotic and exciting. So you, you, you tell us who you are. So I'm a, I'm a little bit of a Bitcoin OG. I got in in 2009, uh, didn't really know what I was doing, lost my wallet with 2,500 Bitcoin in it, kind of got back in around 2011, 2012 uh, and launched Lolly in 2015. So we solved the Me Too epidemic by putting consent on the blockchain. And uh, my little pithy quote about what do you do? Uh, I have a naughty dating app for good girls that gets women laid. So that's basically what we do because women need safety, security, and certainty to say yes. The blockchain provides identity verification. It provides that consent certainty. So there's no go backsies. So it kind of does everything that we women need in order for us to feel confident to even go to dinner. Okay, so that's a lot. And I love it and it's really cool <laughs> and it's really different. So I want to go back a second. So you have a dating app called Lolly and yep. it's on the Ethereum blockchain. Is that right? So yes, at the moment it is on the Ethereum blockchain, although we are going to be moving to ETH2 because obviously ETH1, my concern, I was actually going to completely switch blockchains, but uh, because I, I didn't want to get a hit with crypto kitties where a $5 yes. cup of coffee costs you $45 in gas. And with our whole reputation and staking system, the whole point is you know, that it's, it's stable. It's an unpumpable token. It's not meant to be ICO'd and then pumped to five bucks and then drop down to a penny, which, you know, so a lot of investors are like, oh, we can't pump it. I'm like, yeah, no, it's not meant to do that. It's actually a real utility because I don't want to sell a security because that don't look good in orange. No, absolutely not. So right. talk to me about this app. How does it work? So I look, I tried to get it on my iPhone, but I wasn't sure that I could. You so can't. You can't I yet. Can't. It's not out. And uh, we actually just had someone release a dating app called Lolly. So we're in negotiations uh, right now and we are probably going to change our name. Okay. So can you tell, take me through how this is going to look? What can we expect from a, from an app? that helps women date, that, ha that helps okay. put consent on the blockchain? How is this gonna look? 
So basically, you know what, normal dating apps, right? They're chock full of bots, fake profiles, like eHarmony, it's all sign up for free, right? Well, yeah, you sign up for free, but you can't actually do anything for free except build your profile. And then if you wanna delete your profile, you can't actually do that. You can cancel, but that doesn't delete your profile. To delete your profile, you actually have to Google to get a very hidden, unnavigatable link to actually delete your content. So there's a lot of people who aren't actually live on platforms. So our platform is different in that everyone is actually real. And we're doing that by launching the consent piece first. So it's not a dating app to begin with because it's just the consent. You gotta find your own target. But once we get enough people in each city, then we'll roll out the dating portion of it in each city. So that's how we're going to make sure that it's actually real people because most dating apps launch with a test set of data, which doesn't so really help you date because they're not really there. Yeah, exactly. And I, too many stories I've heard about people getting catfished, um, people <sighs> not showing up and, and all these things. But when you say consent on the blockchain, I, I still don't understand. Okay. So you know how sometimes you go to dinner and the guy thinks, because you went to a steak dinner, that that means he gets sex. Mm -hmm. You've heard of that. Yeah, of course. Often women are afraid to let a man pay for dinner because she feels like she owes him something afterwards. Exactly. So this way you can consent just to dinner. If you do- Through the app. Through the app, yep. You're just like, it's, it's what it does is it inspires transparent communication. What are we really doing here, right? Uh, it's also good for things like if you're dating somebody in the workplace and your workplace has policies that says you can't date anybody in the workplace. The reason they have those policies is to eliminate the risk of sexual harassment claims, right? So this way you can use the app and say, yes, this is a consensual relationship, but we're before we have to actually go to human resources and fill out the darn form and tell them, right? But it is consensual. Uh, and then when it comes time to actually have sex, <laughs> you open a consent window. Because here's the other thing, there are a lot of uh, very faulty consent applications out there. They don't do anything, they're single point of consent. They don't really verify the identity of the person and it's not very explicit. So mm -hmm. ours actually opens a consent window. Um, you guys agree, it, it, it literally has like, like how naughty can I get? We're not on broadcast. Do it. No, do what you want. Do go for it. Yeah, okay. yeah, go for it. Okay. Well, this will go on YouTube and I don't YouTube to get and any see, strikes against me. Okay. So how about this? I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to use innuendo. Do it. And, okay. and if, if I think, if I think you can go further, then I'll, I'll, I'll push it further. Okay. Um, you know how there's a percentage of girls who are like, Totally fine with having the back door doorbell. Yeah. Friend. Yeah. Right. Well, some girls aren't. That would probably be good to know for the guy before things get started, whether or not that's an option. Okay. So you would put all of this on the blockchain and confirm it and make sure everybody knows what's happening. Well, no, because see, everybody isn't going to know everything because the whole point is these consents will never end up on the cover of TMZ. It's multi-sig. It's not, it's not something that you can just poll, um, the only way you can actually get the
the data or heaven forbid something go wrong and you use your safe word and it starts streaming the audio to our secure servers. They're not even ours. They're the community's secure servers and they're run by lawyers in all 50 states. So you can't get it without a court order or law enforcement. Like it's not for TMZ. It's not to- But both parties know what's happening. Everybody- Like if you and I were to go on a date, for example, we'd put an agreement in and then both parties would know what's happening. Exactly. And then at the end of the date or your time together, then you close the consent window and then your rating, if it, if it was a match that we set up, you would be rating how compatible you were, how accurate the profile was, things like that. So these ratings are never actually for public. They're only to train the AI. And then when we do the dating piece, we have what's called a heat index. And it's like, how compatible are you? And a five is basically fabulous for a one night stand, pretty compatible. Both of you are awesome people. But one of you is just really not, not really good for long term. Or you have some kind of significant core value mismatch, which would make long term not really viable. Right? So, like you want kids and he never wants kids. That would be a core value mismatch. That doesn't mean that you can't have fun in Vegas for a weekend, but probably not going to get married. And what we found is that most women really want long term love. And they set it at an 8.5 and above on the heat index. You're only ever rated as you would be a couple. You're never rated individually because that's not what it's about, right? We're not making judgment. We say there's a pot for, there's a lid for every pot, right? So there is a match out there. And so if you set it for an 8.5, it's only going to show you people who would be long-term compatible. But if you set it down to a five, which our focus group does probably three to five times a year, usually after midnight <laughs> and a lot of times when they're out of town this is actually how the entire app was created was at two o'clock in the morning in a las vegas hotel room when i was alone horny and had no solution to my problem i remember you telling me this yes and then I just, yeah go for it oh my big brother uh my my big brother in social media joel crom uh basically kicked my butt for six months and said no you can't you can't make a hookup app this you you cannot make a hookup app. And I was like, but dude, we need a hookup app. And he's like, no, you don't. Women want love. They want marriage. They want. But the it's both. It's not just the hookup app. It well, it started off as a hookup app. I see. It to my butt and made me do a focus group. And so I did the focus group, and lo and behold, as usual, he was right. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Because I, I, I don't think women like entirely want a hookup app. I think being able to have both choices is definitely going to reach a bigger audience. Well, it would be like, what if eHarmony, which is, you know, it, it is literally designed for and marketed as the marriage app, mm -hmm. uh, gave you an option to press a button and magically, uh, you know, a nice stud muffin with a six pack and talent shows up. Okay. That, I have a question on this point that though. Women are actually okay with. They want an app that they're not embarrassed to have on their phone that actually has the secret functionality that every now and again they can just lower that and go, 
Who's, who's, I have a question on yeah. that exact point. Okay, so I so I remember we had this conversation, I think it was over a year ago or something like that. Yeah. And you were sort of saying, you know, you were in Vegas or whatever, and you were in a hotel room and you were alone and you just wanted to have an app whereby you could just get somebody delivered to the door, basically. That not just like yeah. any not just anyone, but but somebody who would suit what you wanted. Yes, yes appropriate. But how likely are they to, you need to have the amount of people on the app to find that, right? So you need to have enough users. So yeah. how can you guarantee that you're going to actually have have someone for everyone on an app? I believe there's someone for everyone in the world, but how you, do you believe that you're going to get that exact person? Because that's what you guys do, right? You market on being able to get that person. Which is why we're not starting with the dating app. That's why we're starting with the consent app. Because that's you find your own targets, which we were going to release last Valentine's Day, and then hello COVID, so basically killed our launch last year, and so now we're we're rebooting, we're rebranding. Um, mm -hmm. Like I said, we had a little trademark issue, and since mm -hmm. they're already out, and I'm not an asshole, uh, it's easier for me to change my name than them to change theirs. We'll see how. Fair enough. We'll see how it goes, but you so know. you have an augmented reality feature. Yes. So talk me through this. What does that mean? So when you, okay, so I go to a lot of conferences, and at these conferences, you know there'll be five hundred people in a in a ballroom, right? At a cocktail party. Well, I really, if I'm interested in you know fun then I don't need to meet 500 people. So you can actually hold it up and anybody else who's on the app, it will show you and it'll give you like the color coded heat index so that you can tell this is a, a hot target or a cold target. Oh, and wow, I see. So, yeah. Oh, wow, that is insanely futuristic. Wait, so you're saying the app knows what you want as an individual, whether it's for a night or whether it's for a long term and yeah. you're in a room of over hundreds, even thousands maybe of people, but that, but wouldn't that assume that they're already on the app? It would, they would have to be on the app. Yes. Right. So this is I the see. whole thing. You tell the app what you want. The more transparent you are, the more honest you are. And this is the big thing with women. When I ask them, you know, what do you really want? I've got tissue all over the room because I know a good portion of the room is about to burst into tears. They honestly don't know what they want. And and I think it's funny because I'm kind of a, I'm a badass, type A, very control freak, very driven, very yeah. ambitious. I'm really hard to date, like really hard. And then what I, what I always find funny is I'm actually not that hard. If you just understand that I grew up on smutty romance novels and Disney movies, then you'll know exactly what I want in a man, right? I want to be swept off my feet. I want every woman, right? But I want to have, um, I want to have, I want, I want confident competence. Does that make sense? Competence. Oh yeah, competence is the most attractive quality. Um, I don't want to drive all the. I don't always want to be the one to drive. I want to be able to take Me my foot the gas and and know we're still going to get there and everything's taken care of. It's like when I go on vacation with my girlfriends, right? We're all the same, which is hilarious because people are like. How can that many type A control freak women like travel together and like it's so easy and just get on? Everything is handled. Somebody 
somebody literally steps up. So we really only have to take care of maybe 10% of what yeah. normally we're at a hundred percent. So 90% of the time we're like, Oh God, this is so relaxing. Right? So that's what we look for in men. We want to know that they, that they can handle things without us having to oversee. It's really interesting because somebody's just written in the comments, you won't attract an alpha male with that attitude. But I really disagree. And the reason I disagree is because men, I think I think the person maybe watching misunderstood, because you're not saying that you want to be the alpha in the relationship. You're saying you want to switch off. You want to let him be the alpha. I need someone who can out alpha me. I need someone who is like, I look at that person and I'm just like, oh my goodness. Okay. Bye, man. Right, like I want to sink into my feminine, which yes. is almost impossible with most people. Like, it's just it's very difficult. But like I said, is if if they would just read like ten smutty romance novels, <laughs> watch the Hallmark Channel for a weekend, and maybe like four or five Disney princess movies, they would totally get what a lot of women need. Uh, yeah, I think there's like this misunderstanding between like ambitious women because there are some women who I think are impossible because they won't let their man be a man or, you know, they want to be in control. And I totally understand why that doesn't work. But there's right. this misunderstanding that career women, there's I think there's an idea that career women want to be in charge in a relationship. And most of us absolutely don't. No we way. Don't. You we drive. Don't. I don't want to. <laughs> Honey, I will. I, I will literally make sure that you never leave the house hungry or horny. Absolutely. That is my duty as your woman. Got it. I'm good with that. I, I, I absolutely love to take care of my man and I do not want to be the alpha in the relationship. Good. I like that. But because of who I am and how people usually meet me, because I am such an alpha in public and in business, it's hard to do that transition because most of the time I don't meet anybody unless I'm in that environment. Yeah, I get that. I guess, you know, you can, especially with work, that's where a lot of people end up meeting their other half. Yeah. And you're constantly in alpha mode when you're working. So it's harder to yeah. put that that femininity forward, maybe. Yeah. So, okay. So your app, in order to work, needs to have all of these people to pick from. Like you said, this augmented reality feature. It needs to have all, all the guys, all the women signed up. So everybody's right. in sync and knows what, what's what. So with so- that in mind, how do you then... The great part is the singles parties. So everyone has already signed up for the app that goes to the singles parties. So oh, I see. Okay. Right. So in a general conference, like a just a, like Web Summit or some other conference with 70,000, 100,000 people, um, it's not going to be as effective. But for the singles parties that we have on the roadmap that we've set up, that works because everybody has the app. Their app is fully filled out. And then when they check in, our people actually validate and give them like, almost like a look score, kind of like they look at their their application, they look at their their profile and like how accurate is it? Mm-hmm. So it's not like, it's not like saying, you know, this guy's a, a, you know, a nine on a scale of one to 10. It's, you know, how accurate is the profile compared to the human being standing in front of me? Yeah, you're a nine, for, he's a nine for you basically. But it's not even the nine for me. Again, remember nobody's scored individually. It's really how accurate is the profile compared to the human? Because the guy, oh, I miss that. So I could be a six, right? Look scale, in my opinion, you know, in, in in my biased perspective, 
I could I could consider him a six, right? But if his profile is super accurate, that would actually give him a higher score. Oh, understood. Okay, so no catfishing then, basically. It, that nope. eliminates the catfishing. It eliminates the catfishing. Um, there's a whole bunch of things that we do that that uh, increase the safety standards. And those are the reasons why we do things the way that we do, even though people are like, that's a pain in the butt. You're going to have trouble onboarding. I'm like, no, I'm not. I see. No, I'm, okay, no, I'm, I'm getting this. Yeah. So no, you Wait, so you have a token. For. You also have a token, though. Yes, because that's the reputation and staking system. So okay, explain that. Why are we having a staking? Well, I understand, I, I guess, because it's a blockchain and everything needs to be validated and the consent needs to be validated, but go on. Well, the consent, that's that's easy. The consent piece getting validated, that's already, I mean, the, that smart contract is already done. That's super, super easy. But the reputation and staking, right? So a man's worst fear is that she's going to be fat. And a woman's worst fear is that she's going to be murdered. How do you yes. both sides Murdered. Equation, right? No, really. And this is multiple polls over the last five years have oh, confirmed yeah, this. And I'm like, I'm not really worried about being murdered. And then I thought about it and I go, yeah, I don't really go out. <laughs> so that would be why I'm not worried about getting murdered. So, okay. So the, the reputation and staking system is, is critical because people need to vouch. Now, the other piece of this, that's the sneaky fun part is your parents can vouch for you. Your parents aren't necessarily single. There are people on the app who are not necessarily single. They're actually there as, as almost like matchmakers, as helpers, right? They're the, the friends because the other fun part is, you know, you're single friends of friends. Some mm -hmm. of my best, when I drop my original hinge, had it right. I would drop my pin down in Silicon Valley and it, and I'm friends with billionaires and it would be all their single friends. And I'm like, I'm still friends with five of the guys that I met on Hinge back when it actually worked because I don't think it works now. Um, and it was awesome because these were the friends of people that I actually know and adore. So of course I'm gonna have a, a better affinity with them in the first place, right? Yeah, so that, no, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So. So the, the staking piece of it is, you know, you have people that they'll, they'll show up, they'll take one look at her and they'll leave and they, and they won't even, they'll just ghost, right? Like that person, their stake would be forfeited. Uh, they, they wouldn't, they would, they would lose their money, but they would also lose their friend's money. So okay. So I'm not, I'm not getting the staking part though. I'm not getting the staking part. So do you, to, to, in order to use the app, do you have to stake a certain amount of money? Explain. Okay. So people can, like, say you put your profile picture up, right? Your friends can go, oh, that is a, that is a recent picture of her. I'm going to stake that, right? And, and they actually earn rewards for vouching or staking. Oh, uh, I see. So it's, it's the gamification of the app with the tokens where they can use the, to they can use the tokens for in-app purchases they can also earn tokens by staking. It's almost like interest, um, but we're doing everything to avoid any SEC complications. <laughs> so it's it's all gamification and rewards and loyalty and things like that. And then so what they, kind of things can you use to buy with the tokens? What features you can you unlock? Buy background checks. You can upgrade to voyeur mode where you can seek but not be found. We have like 50 different things that you can buy. 
Wow. Done. This is a... Yeah, it's, it's, which is why we're starting with the consent app because mm-hmm. to build the full app is two and a half million dollars, which we need to fundraise for to build the consent app less. And once we launch that, then the user ID piece, we can also also incorporate into a lot of other applications that have nothing to do with dating, but also confirm this is a real human being and include the reputation and staking. So it should replace a lot of the default logins because it'll just be a simple APK and the, the different um, websites that use it will actually earn rewards themselves. It's kind of like, you don't get anything for using the Google login or the Facebook login, you know, for the social login, but mm-hmm. say you're a website owner and you put this on there, you actually earn rewards, almost like affiliate commissions, every time people sign up using this because it brings them into the ecosystem. So, okay, with all of that in mind then, so I understand that like normal dating apps, I don't I don't use them, I don't like them, I don't want them um, personally. I just, ugh, I, I don't know, I just find this strange. I use them no, I'm not. every quarter. Oh, okay. And, uh, and every quarter. <laughs> every quarter on a Sunday night, usually about 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. And then I spend a couple hours swiping and then, uh, and then I ghost the apps again. So then I log back in. They're like, are you here? I'm like, dude, you got to get me. I'm only on the app for five minutes. Like, you got to get me, like, right then. But, like, these apps, I don't really think they're particularly romantic anyway, right? Like, Tinder is just a hookup app at this point. I don't think it's romantic. But my question to you is, do you think having to lock in these things and sort of make that contract on the blockchain of what you want out of this specific date sort of, number one, takes away the romance, and then number two kind of takes away any potential for any spontaneity and so on and so on? Well, if you're just saying you're consenting for dinner, you can always upgrade it. Okay, you can upgrade. You oh heck yeah, you can. One click, no problem. You both. Go. But isn't that? But is isn't that like really like Black Mirror? Have you seen Black Mirror? Do you know Black Mirror? <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing because where do you think they came up with the episode? Oh, is that from you guys? Oh, that's from what, from what I understand. It's like friend of a friend of a friend. I can trace it. So pretty. pretty have, you, have you seen the episode? Yes. So it's just, ugh, I don't know, like, because they were a lot, they, they had an expiration date, like they had to go through that like hardship together. Yeah. Despite the expiration date. So here's the thing. We have, we have an issue with people, you know, like this one girl on Tinder, as an example, specifically said, I'm not here for hookups. I'm not sleeping with you. Guy asks her out right? COVID says, why don't you come to my house for dinner? She goes to his house. I'm like, COVID or not COVID woman, yeah. you should be meeting in the park, socially distanced, six feet apart, each of you on your own picnic blanket. What the heck are you thinking? And right? she never met this guy before. No. And she goes to his house and he literally mansplained her why she was supposed to sleep with him because those are the rules even though she has in her thing that she's not having sex. So there's there's so much. Well, that's very silly of her, I have to say. Us, there's so much assumption, right? right so okay. this, this makes everything more clear. And yes, there's a way to make it sexy. And I, I don't want to go into the entire marketing campaign of how we're going to do that. But I'll just tell you, I have history 
because in uh, in the 80s and 90s, I got people to use condoms, which they didn't want to do, but could save their life. So this is not my first rodeo, getting people to do what they don't necessarily want to do that's good for them. So I can, I, I got that part down. It'll be I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see how you guys do it. I just wondered, have you had much, have you had much backlash about this? Um, I mean, I've been reading the comments, they're pretty interesting, because I think initially, people sort of said that's a very shallow idea. Um, but I, but it's not just a hookup app, it's, it's both. It's a long-term love app as well. So I just wonder if you've had much backlash. It, uh, no, not really. So I did, I just saw that there, uh, that there are. Yeah, uh, we can, we can look through them. Not my type of women. Well, here's the thing, not manipulative because the one thing this is, is transparent. That's the whole point. So a lot of women are manipulative because they're playing the game. This is more of, here's exactly what I'm looking for. Here's my core values. Here's the best part though. When you fill out this and the AI knows exactly what you're looking for, it is not gonna show you somebody inappropriate. So you're not right. swiping through thousands of profiles, especially thousands of fake profiles. Like when I first uh, got on Bumble, where I live, trust me, I'm in Reno, Nevada. There are not 50 hedge fund managers and venture capitalists here. They might have at some point in history on Tinder went skiing in Tahoe. Mm -hmm. But they were definitely not living in Reno. Right. The app was telling me. Matter of fact, I, I screenshotted um, my friend's boyfriend. I got so mad. I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like I was so pissed because here's my friend's boyfriend and they live together and he's on Bumble, except he's, oh, never, I see. he's never been on Bumble. It was his seven years prior Tinder profile. That was on Bumble? That was on Bumble. Oh, that's terrible. That's actually really bad. That's really, really bad because that can ruin relationships if you know it's already quite a rocky one. Like I, I, I'm in my twenties, but when I was maybe like 18, I used to go on some of the dating apps. And I think, I don't think my profile's even removed. I don't, haven't had the apps in years. And um, I remember I'd, I'd sent, I, uh, somebody sent me a screenshot in my Instagram DMs and was like, is this you on Tinder? And so I sent it to my boyfriend at the time and I was just like, I was like this, I was like, I'm not on Tinder. If anyone says I'm on Tinder, I was like, I'm not. It, it's, it's just my profile's on there. I don't know why it's on there. It must be from when I was like, 17 or 18 or whatever. Um, yep. I don't know how to take it down. Apparently it's still on there. Um, well, that's so. the thing. You can't. They, they make it almost impossible to take it down, right? So you have to basically download the app, log in, and then just say, hide my profile. Because deleting um, the profile is near impossible. What would you say some of the biggest issues with these dating apps are then and that you're trying to, fo uh, trying to solve? Uh, fake people. 30% of the guys that ask me out are married. Oh, that happens on Twitter as well, by the way, on social oh. media, it's quite unbelievable. Oh yes, and only 10% of them say I'm ethically not monogamous. I go, great, that is wonderful. I'm so happy that you've got that figured out. I am. Ethically not monogamous, what does that mean? Polyamorous, it means- Oh right, polyamorous. Okay, ethically not monogamous, okay. I've not heard it put that way. Yes, so. So those are the key pieces is that you really need to have transparency in what do you really want. You need to be honest with yourself. What do you really want, right? 
Mm -hmm. And once you put that in there, then the AI, then the AI can help. But how we're getting it out there in the first place is we're having this conversation about me too, right? You either have consent or you don't period. Right? So you are not going to win a sexual harassment defense if you don't have consent. Cause you've so, got all the data proving it from the app essentially. Right. So your only defense is going to be affirmative consent because right now it's, he said, she said, and, mm -hmm. and here's the problem. Cause I'm not letting women off the hook. I'm not saying men are all bad. And I'm not saying- Oh, I know plenty of awful women that have accused men of terrible things. Um, I, will just, I will just go back to me in my 20s and I am not a horrible person, okay? But I can totally see how some women go over the edge. So in my 20s, I would go to a club. I would meet a guy. I had pretty much planned our wedding within 15 minutes. So, damn, damn girl. Come on. Do you know how common this is? We, no, I'm not like that. We literally future pace because we're not going to actually date somebody or sleep with somebody that we wouldn't marry. Right? So, okay, go on, keep going. Keep, I'm, I'm so I pretty much planned the wedding, where we're going to live, how many kids we're going to have, you know, the pets, the whole, the whole bit. Mm -hmm. Or I say yes and go home with them and have sex with them. Then it, you know, it'll last a week two weeks, three weeks, whatever. And then, and then uh, it fizzles out or whatever. And then I cry for a week and then wash, rinse, repeat again. Uh, but, but some women, uh, the next, when, when it does fizzle out or the next day would be like, oh, well, I would never actually just have sex with someone just to have sex with someone because it's cognitive dissonance. They would never do that. They they were going to marry this person. That's why they had sex with them. So if they're not going to marry them, then it must have been rape. You would not believe how many That's times. That's terrible. That's terrible. Really? So it's a, it's a problem. So and wait, are you saying are you saying these women because they're I that what they sort of planned in their head for the future didn't happen? They didn't consent to having sex without the future that without getting married, basically. Correct. So that's nuts. Correct. So. <laughs> Right. So it protects men from that and it yeah. protects women from, you know, because she can just be like, I do not consent. Right. And, you know, ho hopefully we can get this spread out enough where, so the other thing is like in Texas, it is a third class misdemeanor and a $500 fine to send an unsolicited dick pic. I'm waiting for this to get everywhere. Oh, I love that. We could get that in the UK. That's oh, yeah. you see my DMs are terrible. Oh, right. I've I only saved three out of you the saved. Thousand. Why did They're, you save it? Because they were really good. Oh, I was like, like, oh, uh, oh, yeah. Okay, that yeah. You saved it. Wow. I saved. It. I in a private locker. They're not very public, but yeah, three out of thousands passed muster for that was worth sending. So the other piece is, you know, if you want to send somebody a an explicit photo, you need consent, right? You should at but least they send it through the app. They they after they have consent, they could. Uh, I see. Or or they have consent and then they can send it however they want it. But then you need to be able to revoke consent when it's like, you know what, I'm no longer interested in you. Revoke, boom. 
Very interesting. I'm really interested to see how this plays out and how it works. Um, just because of how much sort of, okay, dialogue it sort of requires. I find that really fascinating to see how that's going to play out. Do you see what I mean when I, when I say dialogue? You mean like role playing? Like, like, no, no. Yes. It, like how, how direct you have to be about what you want, what they want and no, no. everything. It's, it's in the, you put that in the, here's the thing. Women. Oh, you don't speak. No talking. Okay. Do you know how, how old I was when I first opened my mouth and said, can you do this? And then he did it. And then my mind blew. I remember you telling me this. I was 50. 50. Okay. So so women don't say anything. While naked and asked for what I wanted. Like, and that's common. We we literally, we hit 50 and then we just, we're like, what the fuck? Why not? (laughs) Like, Mm. right. The ability to speak and ask for what we want is great. So anyway, makes up for that. The app. app, It's all on the app. Okay. So you basically put in, so if you look at adult friend finder, it's the most honest app, right? But I don't know it. What is it? It's, it's, is is it what it says it is? It's a naughty swingers hookup naked, you know, but you log in and you are literally as a woman bombarded by a wall of cock shots. And that is not how we choose, right? Like I am in, if your smile shoots joy out of your eyes, I want to see that first because, you know, if you're like a horrible human, even if you have a great dick, that's a no for me. That's right. So it's not how we choose. So, but it is honest because it does show what you like and what you're interested in and what you're looking for. And people are ridiculously honest on that app. And I'm like, what if you could have mainstream people be just as honest, but it not be publicly disclosed. So this is why we use the AI because the AI does the matching. Like, I don't know what you want. That's in your, that's the other piece of the blockchain. That's in your ID, right? When it goes to do the matching, it's matching you, but it's only looking at, you You are giving it permission to look. Like I can't just log in and see, you know, your sexual preferences. That's That's not how it works, right? But when it's matching you together and when you're doing the consent, what it'll show you is it'll highlight any mismatches. Right, okay. It keeps that organic anticipation kind of, you know, surprise because it's only going to call out like, and I'll just give you an example. So um, this guy had been pursuing me for a year and I finally, I finally said yes to coffee and then we went to dinner or whatever. And then, you know, like three months into it, find out, we're, we're not really compatible. He, he was pretty good about one thing. Like you can't choke me. Like I was hung for witchcraft in a previous life. You touch my neck. I'm going to kick your ass. I can hold my own damn breath. I get the idea of being choked. Don't like it. Don't do it. He was like, he could live with that, but he wanted me to call him daddy. I can't do that. I have a child. I'm just not, I'm not, that's, I can't, it, I dry up every time he wants me to call him daddy. I'm like, I, no, I can't, so I can't date him, right? And that would be on, and basically that preference would be on the app. So you wouldn't have even needed to be in that situation you're saying. Right, because he never would have actually been, I would have never seen him because he would never have been populated in the app because there is this, there is a, a critical mismatch that I, I mean, I have a, I'm not calling you daddy. 
It is never gonna happen, ever, right? <laughs> I do find that really weird, if I'm honest. That is a hard no. What did you say? I do find that really weird. I'm with you, I find that really, really weird. It's, I, I can't, I just can't, right? And and he doesn't have kids, so he doesn't get it. But everybody that I've talked to who has kids, they're like, oh, ooh, no. I was like, right, I can't. And I get it, but I, I can't. That's my personal thing. And here's the other thing, the app, no judgment, right? Everybody has their own kinks, their own quirks. Like I said, there's a lid for every pot. I'm not actually making any judgments. No children, no animals, no relatives. There you go. I would say that's pretty damn liberal, <laughs> right? No, I think, yeah, I, I, think, I think it's really interesting. And like I said, I'm just really excited to see how, how, it takes, how it takes off. And then also, because this is obviously using the Ethereum blockchain, how do you think people outside of the space will fare in terms of getting involved in this? Do you think they might feel, oh no, that's blockchain technology, I, I, I don't understand? Yeah, that, so that was the big thing is people were like, oh, I don't get blockchain, so I'm not gonna do it. I'm like, right. you're, you're not gonna know it. Do you know how okay. your email works? You use your email every day, all the time. Do you know how email works? No, it's all about the UX, right? So we hide the mechanics and they only see the user interface and that's super easy and very familiar, which is how we're driving blockchain adoption into the mainstream because it's a dating app. Everybody knows what a dating app is. It's easy. This is such an interesting topic. Um, I've been reading through the comments as we've been talking and I, I'm just finding the responses really, really interesting. One person says, that's terrifying to me. Um, somebody else says, I miss the old days where you would go up to a woman and compliment her. Now everything is digital, very sad. I do agree. I, I, I'm very old school and very traditional. I, I miss the old days where men would come up and compliment me. <laughs> you miss it too. I, I miss like, okay, I walk through the world and if I see a woman who's got a nice outfit on, I like her shoes, I like her hair, whatever, I compliment her, why? Yeah. Because nobody is complimenting anybody anymore. So I do it all the time, every opportunity I possibly can because I just know it's not happening. Yeah, just on that point, uh, a few years ago, before COVID, when we were allowed outside, um, I I saw a girl, I, live, I was living in London at the time and I saw a girl on the train and she had the yeah. most unbelievable shoes they were stunning and I had to tell her so I told her I said I was like, I was like wow your shoes are unbelievable and she, she just thought like I was gonna like stab her or something she was she just gave me a terrible look yeah it's really interesting it's really interesting how you know complimenting someone is almost the most uh terrifying thing for people because it's so uncommon and then I also think just you mentioned the me too campaign i also think off the back of that a lot of men are sort of afraid so something oh, yeah. that something that was really interesting so the actor henry cavill so if anyone's if anyone doesn't know who he is he's the guy who plays superman um anyway he he's gorgeous and i and he's single i believe um and he basically made a comment during the me too campaign and he said he's afraid to approach a woman now because he feels like he's traditional and a woman should be um, she should be um, pursued and he feels like he'll be told off for sexual harassment. Anyway, the Me Too movement was right. very angry about that. But I think he has a point. I, I, I think totally he absolutely has a point. has a point. He absolutely has a point. Literally, this is what the app solves, okay? Okay. So if you are a woman and you are interested in a man, 
you basically give that man the green light to compliment you, ask you out, because you're you're basically acknowledging, yes, I'm interested in being pursued. I see. I see. It's oh gosh. It's it's an interesting one. That that sort of pull, push and pull between a natural romance versus giving the green light. But it's necessary because I feel like on both ends, men are at risk, women are at risk. So it's kind of come down to that. Right. It's terrible. It's it, the the fact that it's this it's very dystopian, right? Yes, and, it is dystopian. <laughs> and I'm sorry. I didn't create this culture. I'm just trying to yeah. solve it and make it a little bit more seamless so that great people can literally just, you know, click. I like this person and it's green light or not. And if it's a green light, then they can, they can pursue. And it does, they don't have to pursue on the app if they know the person. Yeah, there you go. I think you hit the nail on the head though, isn't it? Because the comments are really interesting. And I think I think that the response in general is going to be really interesting. People will feel that this is dystopian, but it's kind of something which has come off the back of a culture that's already grown, yeah. come into come into light. I'm not sure the best word to use for that for that one. But something I really wanted to tell you actually. Um so when we did our first interview, I think it was over a year ago. When yeah. we were doing it, so we were in a much more formal setting. So I was in a newsroom. Um, yep. I had, it was, it was also quite late in my time. So it was just me. And then I had a couple of guys in the um, control room and stuff. Doing all the yeah. tech. Anyway, they heard everything. And <laughs> you were far more, but you, you were far more um, explicit then, which is good, which is good. I'm just, honestly, I'm pleased you weren't now because I don't think I would have handled it. <laughs> but <laughs> back then you were so explicit. And I just, I just remember being in such a formal setting and just sort of thinking, you were asking me, you were like, do you know, you, you, you were sort of like, um, oh, sometimes I feel, I feel this way. Do you know what I mean, Leia? And I was like, I'm at work, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, well, it's, it it's was really interesting. It's, it's very funny. So, um, you know, every time I do a pitch competition or every time I, you know, I, I talk and, you know, talk about what I'm, what I'm working on and talk about the app, they're like, are you a stand-up comic? And I was like, okay, so I need to do a pitch competition after dark at a comedy club with booze because I think then people would actually get it better. I really agree with you. Yeah. I yeah. Think. I, th I think so. I think because like it is dystopian. Yeah. Um, someone just goes, this is insanity. What's wrong with women? Um, this What's is just a reaction. Okay. No, 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 no. I can't do no, no. Wait, no, 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 no. I am equal opportunity. Let me explain to you a date I had where I said, we can meet in public for coffee. And he's wow. like, okay, well, meet me at the gas station. Cause where we're going is a little hard to find. So I meet him at the gas station. I'm not sure what the fuck is going on. And he should, we go around, I follow him in the car da, 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 to a parking lot. And I think we're going to go to a coffee shop now. I think he's just leaving oh, his no. car there. He gets in my car and I, I start to drive off. He goes, where are you going? And I'm like, where are we going? He goes, we're here. I'm like, what do you mean we're here? I said, public coffee. He goes, this is public. It's the post office parking lot. And I go, I said we could meet in public for coffee. He goes, oh no, I don't do that. And oh, I, dear. God, I have a taser and mace in my side door. And I demanded that he get out of my car. And then all I could think of was, I'm going to be murdered. 
my app wasn't out, so I couldn't check this guy out ahead <laughs> of time. And I'm going to be murdered, and and it's going to be just like the worst. They're gonna they're gonna just crucify me for letting a guy in my car. Yeah, I would never. Why would you let a guy in your car? Well, like, I wasn't thinking. I thought we were going to a coffee shop around. You know what I mean? Like I. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is what happens when women are unwillingly celibate for too long. We make poor choices. And this is the other thing that the app is going to solve because it will actually backstop these choices and let it, and notify us if we're about to make a poor choice. Are you sure you really want to make this poor choice? I think it's really interesting. I'm just so excited to see how people react to it and how it takes off. Um, it, it, it's going to be re really, really interesting. So do we have a timeline? When can we expect it being released? I know you said you had some trademark and copyright issues. We have a little trademark infringement going on that we're trying to solve. So uh, hopefully that will be done soon. We will get the rebrand done. And within a couple of months, the consent app will be out. So that's the plan. And then once we hit density, about five to 10,000 users per city, then we'll mm -hmm. open up the dating app in that city because we want to make sure we have real users. So that's another thing. And I don't know if you're on Clubhouse, but I am. We should I, do something on Clubhouse, actually. Oh, oh, girlfriend. Oh, yeah, we we so should. So I live on Clubhouse, but the way that they did the onboarding, it's exactly the way that I had uh, have in our plan for how we do the onboarding, which is somebody has to vouch for you to get in. Yeah, I think I honestly I think that's the smartest idea, especially when it comes to dating apps. Um, I think this was the natural evolution of dating apps. Everybody hates them, but there's clearly a need for them. Um, yes, it, they are shallow. They don't. It's just the nature. They don't, they don't have to be. They don't have they to, be. to be. But this is the natural evolution, right? And that's okay. And it's it's for every, it's for some, and it's not for some, and that's also fine. So people don't have to be upset and offended by it. You know, if 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 it works for some, then it works for some. If it doesn't, then it doesn't. Um, but what I will say is no getting in cars with strangers. None of that. Okay. <laughs> yes, I already got my butt kicked about that one. Um, probably about 400 comments. <laughs> and they were like, you know, after the initial shock of, okay, so you're still alive. Now let me kick your ass. So yeah, I did literally everything I've told everybody not to do. But, you you're know, so again, Again, if I can make mistakes like that, and I actually know what I'm doing, uh, mm -hmm. imagine other women who aren't quite so educated in all of this. And uh, again, unwilling celibacy makes us make poor choices. So I'd rather that the choices be better, right? So this is my whole thing. When you've been unwillingly celibate for a long time, you get a little desperate. That's the two o'clock in the morning thing. And you make poor choices, at least with the app, the choices that are going to be available to you are quality choices who are not going to stalk you, not going to murder you, not going to be, you know, not going to be a problem, aren't going to give you any safe, generally safe, right? So, so I have a lot of guy friends who are, they're cute, they got nice bodies, according to their ex-girlfriends, they've got great dick and they know how to use it, like, they've, they've got, they've got, they're vouched for, um, they are not long-term material, right? They're just... For one reason or another, like they're already on the bachelor thing, never getting married, never having kids, whatever. I'm like, you say that now until you meet your woman and then you'll do the George Clooney thing and get married and have twins. So, you know, it, but they're not going to be like the long term person that's suggested. But if you lower that down to a five, I have an entire stable of guys that are absolutely perfect for a five. They're lovely. They're kind. 
they're funny. You know, if you just need to cuddle and cry, like, and then, and have sex and then cuddle and cry. Like there, I got, I got several who can handle that too. So that's the whole, I love it. that's the whole point. It's like, what exactly do you need? What do you want? What do you need? Because sometimes we really just need a naked cuddle. I love that you've built something based off of what you, from your own experience and from your own kind of needs and your own, what you feel is missing in the market. And it's also from a focus group of a thousand women. So it's not just my needs. It is yeah. built. That's where the initial idea, I mean. Yeah. But it is built for women by women. The team is almost all women, uh, for women, by women, about women. So the entire AI and the matching, everything is all based on how women think, what they need, you know, all that. It's all based on women. It's not, and none of the other apps are like that at all. They're all built like, they're just built for, by men. The, oh my God, this guy came out with a consent app right after mine. And I was like, are you shitting me? Like, is it, is it out and available? What's it called? It's like the consent app or something like that. Uh, it's okay. terrible. It's a single, I'm not of it. it's a single point of consent. It's just, it's like, it doesn't under the whole, they keep trying to steal the features. Like I've had, I've had eight of my key features, like co-opt by other dating apps. That sucks. And, like, and I'm like, yeah, but they don't get it. Like they go, Oh, Tinder. We'll put in a panic button. I'm like, yeah, it goes deeper than I'm that. It goes deeper. Not going to be able to reach my phone and press a freaking panic button. Yeah, no, I get it. I think like to I guess to summarize, it's kind of it's consent on the blockchain. Yeah. It's AI, so you can find somebody that you want either if it's for a night or for a long term. Yeah. Um, and what was, what would you say the third point is? Uh, it teaches people to have transparent communication about yeah. what they really want. So it's actually, we use a lot of NLP, neuro linguistic programming to get people uh, to shift their mindset and really overcome some of their, their issues. Um, so there's a lot of personal development worked into it because in order to actually have a successful long-term relationship, you need to do the work. Where can people find you, follow you, and maybe ask to take you on a date? Oh, lolly.io for the app and at Adrian, A-D-R-Y-E-N-N, pretty much everywhere. Perfect. Do you have any last thoughts, any last whatever you want to share? I'm single. My age range preference is somewhere between 35 and 70. I've got that big range because my former husband is in his late 60s. And uh, my first boyfriend after being single for nine years, celibate for seven was 28 and I was almost 50. He's now 30, but I think 35 is probably a better age. Uh, I'm not having any more children. I'm a little bit of a size queen. Uh, <laughs> I like smart sapiosexual. If they're not smart, it's not gonna happen. So scout for me, pretty please. There you go. Adrian, thank you so much. I really appreciate you being so honest and open with us and giving us the full lowdown of what is going on. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me again. Absolutely. And thanks everyone for watching. I will see you all next week on Thursday at 12 p.m. EST. Bye-bye.